Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 286. Mikey and Nikki and Joe and Eric. My name is Joe. And I'm Eric. Hi, Eric. Hi, Joe. How are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. I need your help. Yeah, where are Mikey and Nikki? (laughs) Did they not join the Zoom? They did not, no. (laughs) Uh, They they exist in the 70s. There is no Zoom. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Maybe the the drugs that uh, that Nikki is clearly just on the whole time. <laughs> Maybe those are Zoom. <laughs> oh boy, this movie! <laughs> Did uh, I'm just gonna wild guess? Uh, you found this stressful? I did. I, I found this very stressful. <laughs> And very stressful, very frustrating. Um, I'm I I I I think I didn't enjoy watching this, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm still working it out. Okay, all right, that's fair. <laughs> well, that's what we're here for. We're we're gonna talk this out. We're gonna we're gonna figure it out together. Right. This is this is movie therapy, <laughs> where we work through our feelings about the movies that we've watched. I mean, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> I did say it as a joke, but it's actually pretty true. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, for the most part, we, we do tend to, like, watch these movies and then immediately go to record. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a lot of time to process, you know, what we've just uh, seen. Right. Uh, especially when it's uh, something like this. Uh, which, which, uh, as you mentioned, uh, at times is a very stressful, uh, task. <laughs> like the, the movie is a task. <laughs> like watching this movie is uh, kind of a chore. <laughs> I mean, we've definitely had some movies that were chores. Definitely. Uh, I would say Cloud Atlas, uh, our, our most recent, was one of them. It was, uh, it was, it was somewhat chore-ish. Yeah, yeah, Dune, for sure, was a chore. Yeah. Uh, I, I, this one, to me, was not a chore. Uh, but uh, it was uh, a harrowing experience. <laughs> this, is, this is the story of uh, Peter Falk trying to kill his friend... And being thwarted by his friend's just persistent ADD. <laughs> and again, I I do he's he's on so many drugs. Clearly, I mean, what are you talking about? He's he's been drinking cream, and uh, you know he's just uh, you know smoking a lot. Uh, he's fine. That's true. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know what I'm thinking. May or may not have poisoned himself. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, this movie. Uh, the plot is pretty simple. You 
pretty much nailed it <laughs> in your description there. Uh, it is it is about a uh, interminable guy named Nicky. <laughs> what a great descriptor for him. <laughs> like, I can't think of a better one. Who uh, we we quickly learn is. Uh, kind of on the run from the mob that he works for. Uh, there's a hit out on him. Uh, he is pretty sure he's going to die that night. And uh, he calls on his friend Mikey to, to help him out of this situation. Uh, and things go entirely awry due to Nikki's own machinations and uh, possible uh drugged uh, condition <laughs> uh, and just uh, yeah just a s- bipolar spazzy uh, mentality I, I if if the object of the movie was to make me root for Nikki dying <laughs> mission accomplished <laughs> I I uh, kind of could not stand him. <laughs> I I get the feeling that uh, you weren't supposed to. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there's nobody in this movie who is uh, what I would call redeemable, <laughs> right? Uh, but but uh, he is definitely on the the far bottom rung of that spectrum there. I mean, Ned Beatty's just trying to do his job. I mean, he is <laughs> sadly the most likable character. <laughs> the hitman. <laughs> I did I, not I, expect to watch a movie where Ned Beatty played a hitman. <laughs> but I like it. Yeah, I did too. Uh, he was very good and yeah, he was the most relatable character. He just wanted to get his job done so he could go home and <laughs> try to turn a profit. Right? I also really enjoyed that his name was Warren. <laughs> I don't know if that was on purpose. I know he had a last name. But like when they first said his name was Warren, I was like, oh yeah, Warren Beatty. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, just quick aside, uh, the, the writer director of this movie is, uh, is named Elaine May. Uh, she was, uh, I believe in the fifties and sixties, part of a comedy duo named Nichols and May. Okay. The Nichols being, uh, famed film director, Mike Nichols. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. After they, they, uh, parted ways, uh, Elaine May only made four movies ever. <laughs> Uh, the last one that she ever made was Ishtar with Warren Beatty. Wow. <laughs> what a resume. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you've probably not seen Ishtar, have you? I have not seen Ishtar, okay. no. I think we've, we've talked about this slightly just in, in sort of the, it is largely considered to be like one of the biggest flops and, and worst movies ever but uh it's actually a really good movie like like 
it is unfairly maligned. What's it? I, I have no idea what Ishtar is even about. Uh, so it's uh, Dustin Hoffman and Warren Beatty play uh, struggling musicians uh, who are trying to, to get a gig. Uh, and they somehow wind up uh, involved in sort of a, an international uh, terrorist espionage plot. Uh, but uh, they're pretty dumb guys, so they pretty much just think that they're just, uh, you know, just having a hard time uh, getting to their gig in the Middle East. <laughs> that does sound kind of great. It's delightful. <laughs> I think, and this is weird, but I think in my head, for some reason, Ishtar and Caligula are movies that exist in the same space. <laughs> so, like, I regularly confuse them. I, cu- I honestly could not tell you why. Alrighty, very different movies. <laughs> I also don't know anything about Caligula, and I feel like I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, you're fine. Uh, just, uh, I think the key point of that is, uh, that it's an X-rated movie starring Malcolm McDowell, so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. Alright, so Ishtar is what we're watching next week, is what it sounds like. God, I wish. <laughs> we will we'll have fully watched half of Elaine May's directorial efforts i would uh, i would watch all of her movies uh uh so i've only ever seen this and ishtar uh the other two that she did uh one of them is called the heartbreak kid uh starring charles groden okay uh and i believe civil shepherd uh, and, and I would love to watch that. That is not available to watch anywhere. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, like there's rights issues with it or something. Uh, like occasionally like it pops up on YouTube, but then gets immediately taken down. Uh, and this is not to be confused with the Ben Stiller remake of the same name. Sure. Uh, and the other one, I can't remember the name of, but it stars Walter Matthau, and I will watch anything with Walter Matthau. Walter <laughs> is it uh, A New Leaf? Yes, that is it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at her on IMDb right now. That was, like, un- under uh, Mikey and Nikki, the three uh, more like it that you might like are the other three movies that she directed. Yeah. Plus a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Walter Matthau, the, uh, theater that, uh, Warren, or, uh, Ned Beatty, uh, <laughs> parks outside of is, is playing a, uh, Walter Matthau movie that I really enjoy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, The Laughing Policeman was one of the films, uh, that was playing there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend that if you like, uh, noir. Uh, you know I love noir. Uh, I, I got some I got some good noir for for uh, Christmas on oh? on the on Blu-rays. What'd you get? I got uh, the Maltese Falcon. Okay, and uh, which I think is is noir. It's a yeah know, private I've, detective I've, mystery. I've never seen it, I, I, but you know, as far as I know, it is sort of the definitive noir. <laughs> yeah, um, and I guess the other ones I got aren't really noir. I got I got Psycho. 
Um, the uh, it, it has it has both the uh, the widely available version and the extended version, which Ooh. I guess is actually the original theatrical version that was shown in theaters, but has has not been available on on home media before. Huh. Um, which I don't I don't I have no idea what's extra in it. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I don't know. It might just be like you know, spliced in frames of, of nudity or something. Who knows? Yeah. That sounds like an Alfred Hitchcock thing. <laughs> um, and then I also, yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, and I also got uh to kill a mockingbird, which is definitely not noir. No. Um, but, uh, but older. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess I only got one, one noir film for right, Christmas. Yeah. I mean, you know, Psycho gets labeled as a horror movie sometimes, but, but, you know, and there are elements to it, but I would say it owes just as much to noir as anything else. Yeah, I feel like Psycho is more of just a thriller yeah. than a, than a, a horror movie. Yeah. Well, uh, I know I'm definitely going to have to go throw away my copy now to find this new extended version, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'll, I'll look up actually like what the differences are. It's probably like 12 <laughs> seconds longer. Who knows? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it restores the scene that Gus Van Zandt added of uh, Norman masturbating behind the wall. <laughs> I can see why they didn't release that. Yeah. Uh, shouldn't have been in the remake either. <laughs> Huh. Oh, I you know, can you believe that they did that? <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to do a shot for shot remake of Psycho. Like who thought that was a good idea? Gus Van Zant, I guess. I guess. Like it's yeah. it's an it's it's an interesting idea, I yeah. guess. I mean, you know, like know. like as a, you know, hobbyist comic artist you know, like like I enjoy recreating covers and, and panels and stuff like that, uh, just to you know see what I can do with it. But at the same time, like I'm not just tracing over anything, right? <laughs> like, I am trying to add something of my own, and and sadly, the only thing that we can point to in the Gus Van Sant Psycho is the masturbation scene, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and that it was in color. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cover songs uh, like i don't want to hear a cover song that sounds exactly like the original i want you know a take that is exactly right yeah. exactly right yeah i yeah <laughs> like that weezer cover of uh africa by toto mm-hmm. that that was super popular for a little while uh, like it sounds just like Africa by Toto. Why would I listen to that and not just the original version if they're yep. not going to do anything different with it? Exactly. Uh, uh, Mikey anyway. and Nikki. <laughs> Mikey and Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Nick, Nikki calls Mikey, who is uh, his only friend. Yep. Uh, and then we relatively quickly learned that uh, Mikey is uh, in on. The plan to kill Nikki, <laughs> and is trying to coordinate with uh, Warren Beatty and Warren Beatty, Ned Beatty. God damn it! <laughs> yeah. 
trying to court trying <laughs> I, I felt bad when I did it but now that you've done it as well I'm okay <laughs> no yeah it's his name is Warren he's a baby <laughs> oh yeah he's trying to coordinate with uh with Ned Beatty uh, aka Warren uh, to so that that they can kill Nikki and uh, Nikki is uh, just thwarting them at every turn. He's like, you know those uh, the uh, cartoons, the the Animaniacs cartoon with the dog and the little girl. Yeah, uh-huh. where the dog is like protecting the little girl. That's sort of what this felt like. Sort of <laughs> like Nikki's the little girl. Mikey is just trying to corral him somehow <laughs> and it is just not working no uh the the thing that i kept thinking throughout the whole thing is that these guys are children <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> like like even mikey to an extent he he is definitely the more uh mature one i guess but but uh they're both just uh, petulant children uh who neither of them are getting their way and throwing tantrums throughout yeah i think it like i i was pretty on board with mikey uh until uh the the scene the whole sequence in uh in the woman's apartment uh where uh it seems like both nikki and mikey sexually assault this woman uh Um, yeah yeah, and uh, it's it's real not good. <laughs> I didn't I didn't care for that sequence. Well, you know, uh, they're not good people. They're both working for the mob. No, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I am I am aware that they are bad on purpose. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this does you know. Uh, I don't know. It's it's. I'm I'm okay with the scene, but but I totally see what you're saying, and also I'm not okay with the scene because it's something that we've seen many many times before. Uh, yeah, it, like it has become a shorthand for these are bad guys, right? Uh, and, and I'm not sure, you know, being a forty some year old movie, you know, where it falls in the whole, you know, like is this a trope at this point or is this you know pioneering something yeah uh but but either way yeah it's it's uh um yeah it's an uncomfortable scene all around yeah uh and and yeah mikey up to that point has has some sort of uh, dignity at least yeah that's exactly what it is like like we we know that he's plotting uh nikki's ultimate death right um but like we we haven't you know we haven't seen him i guess do anything like like overtly like violent or or i don't know like like there there's a line in my head between (laughs) between conspiracy to commit murder and attempted rape (laughs) and and he crosses it at that point like I'm okay with conspiracy if it's Columbo <laughs> cuz Columbo is just so damn likable. <laughs> but but attempted rape is uh, is too far Columbo. 
I, uh, you know, I get it. Yeah, and, and and you're you're absolutely not wrong. Uh, you know, yeah, we. I mean, up until we figure out that he is, you know, conspiring with uh, you know the mob bosses to have Nikki killed. Uh, you know, he it, he does seem to genuinely care about Nikki. Yeah. And does want to help him. Uh, and even as he is leading him to his death, uh, you know, he is also at the same time, like, you know, indulging Nikki in his whole, you know, this is possibly his last night on Earth. You know, and allowing him his, you know, his vices and and the, doing the things that he wants to do before he dies. Sure. Uh, which, which, I mean, you know, he clearly gets irritated with him too at at you know certain points. Uh, but you understandably know, yeah. so. Oh well, yeah, because he's awful. <laughs> he's, he's exhausting. I mean, from the jump. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he won't even let him in the room. <laughs> you called me. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, that never lets up throughout the entire movie. <laughs> no, it does not. Like, Nikki is just awful throughout. Uh, but yeah, with Mikey, you know, there's, uh, like I said, there's a dignity to it, but then we get to the scene in the apartments and even like the point when he is just like sitting in the kitchen as, you know, uh, Nikki basically assaults this woman. Uh, like, like even then, like the, like there's still just sort of a, like, it's, more like he just wants to get out of there. Yeah. And even when when Nikki prods him to to, you know, talk to this woman, like he he doesn't seem into it. Like he he seems like, you know, like, let's just go. Uh but but then it gets rapey and and I mean nothing really happens, but still it, like it, it is a turn in the character for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, and then, I was yeah, and I was a, at least glad that Mikey was not uh, you know when 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 Nikki was uh, indulging in some light racism at the bar yeah that that Mikey did not join him yeah <laughs> yeah so he's got that like, going for him sure yeah well he he's uh, he's a Jew he knows that's true <laughs> he's 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 had his own fair share of uh, slurs hurled at him, I'm sure, so. <laughs> right. Uh, the, uh, one scene that I didn't truly understand, they're in the cemetery uh, looking for Nikki's mother's grave. Uh, and Nikki starts talking about uh, Mikey's brother. And, like, it comes to play again, like, at the end Mm-hmm. But but at the time I was just like I don't know the conversation between them was was 
I mean, every conversation between them is weird and exhausting, but uh, that one more so to me, just because I, I didn't understand Mikey's reaction to it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like even, even you know, having having seen that later scene as well, where he's talking to his wife about it, that was his wife, right? Yes. That he's talking to about it. Um, like, like, I still don't really... Like, I guess I get it, and I get the parallel that, like, it's sort of trying to draw that, like, Nikki is like Mikey's brother. But, right. I don't know, yeah, it didn't, it, it felt a little forced to yeah. me. Uh, yeah, uh, so, and then eventually, uh, Mikey and Nikki get into a fight. Uh, I think this is after the, the rape thing. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's it's sort of spurred on by that because Mikey feels, uh, I think, embarrassed by everything that has happened in that apartment, and that that sort of is what leads to the the fight ultimately. Yeah, uh, and uh, so so they get into kind of a scuffle, uh, the shouting match, uh, um, and uh, sort of part ways, and. Uh, Somehow, Mikey stumbles upon Ned Beatty. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, then they they go on the hunt. Uh, there they are, just blatantly out to kill Nikki at this point. Because uh, even at at a certain point, it almost feels like Mikey is almost reluctant to be going through with the 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 murder plot. <laughs> Yeah, or, or at the very least, could decide at the you know at, at any moment to, to sort of not go through with it. Uh, but but uh, after that, he is uh, fully on board uh, and and just wants to wants to make sure that Nikki is dead. <laughs> uh, then we get the the solo adventures of Nikki. Oh boy. Just uh, turns out without Mikey around, way more awful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tell you that the the only part where I was sort of on Nikki's side was when he went to the candy store uh, and asked if they had any comic books. <laughs> of course, <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw some some old uh, pre giant size X Men issues of X Men on the rack. Wow. Yeah, I, I I actually I looked up when uh, when the movie was made because I was curious. I, I I love to see old comics and stuff, and to try and figure out what they are. Right. Um. And it looked like the movie came out in 1976, but it was filmed in like 73 and 74. Okay. So and Giant Size X Men came out in 75, so it would have been pre pre all new all different X Men. Wow. So those are just reprints. Yeah. Those are worth nothing. Nope. Nerds. <laughs> but then, you know, he bought some. Uh, I couldn't tell what he bought, which was disappointing. <laughs> uh, Maybe there's a director's cut where we see what he picks out. <laughs> uh, I think in the director's cut, like, we, we actually see him just sit down and read some. Uh <laughs> If you if you told me that this movie was in real time, I would believe you. <laughs> like the only reason that I know it's not is that uh, Ned Beatty says that he waited for two hours uh, 
across multiple locations. I mean, and the uh, movie's only an hour and forty five minutes. So, yeah. uh, when when Mikey first shows up in uh, Nikki's hotel room, uh, he he states that it's like nine fifteen. Uh, and then the movie ends sort of around five in the morning or so. Yeah. So, uh, five thirty six. You know, it's light out. I, I yeah. remember that. Uh, but but yeah, it does does seem to move pretty quickly. Uh, but but a lot of ground is covered. Did you catch the crew member in in Nikki's uh, hotel room at one point? I did not. Yeah, there's like a quick. It's it's uh it's right before Nikki like runs over to the window to open it because he says he can't breathe. Okay. Uh, there's a shot in a mirror of just like just plain as day, just a guy, <laughs> just another guy in the in the room. Was it Bob? It was not Bob. I wish oh, it had been Bob. Damn. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's another Bob-like force that that uh, takes control of Mikey <laughs> and is behind <laughs> wanting to kill Nikki. <laughs> it's very possible. Uh, so, so uh, for me, the most uncomfortable part was was actually when Nikki goes to talk to his uh wife. Yeah. That uh, that I hated too. <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh definitely the worst uh for me of of Nikki uh doing anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he does a lot. Like there's there's the part at the end of that scene where like he and his wife are are inexplicably kissing. Yeah. Uh and and she says something about like I love you so much. <laughs> and 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 as I was watching it, I just went, "Why?" <laughs> like what? Why? Why? <laughs> He's oh. awful. Yeah. Oh boy. So like he goes into the 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 baby's room and is like, "Here, hold my finger. Hold my finger." Yeah. Even like, the baby what? hates him. What is wrong with you, John? <laughs> and I'm sure John Cassavetes is a lovely man. I have no uh, idea. I have no idea. <laughs> he's he's great at playing an irredeemable bastard. That yeah yeah I've, I think I've only ever seen two movies with him in it, and uh, you know the other one he sells his wife's baby to the devil. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> That'd do uh, it for for his acting career. <laughs> that maybe explains that, a lot. Maybe that was the real John Cassavetes and uh, Rosemary's yeah. Baby. Ah, <laughs> uh, so so slight tangent, uh, you know. But uh, uh, as we record this today, uh, Human Target number three was released. Um, the the DC comic book. Yes, I yes. Actually, I have not read that one yet, but feel okay. free to talk about it. I do not care. <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> so so uh, the I guess sort of the hook of the series is that uh, Christopher Chance, the human target, has been poisoned, and he has twelve days to figure out who murdered him, and somehow it, it involves the 
classic uh, Giffen, Demetrius Maguire era Justice League. Right. Uh, and so every issue is sort of spotlighting, like you know, uh, you know, one or two individual characters of that team. And uh, Guy Gardner shows up in this one. Okay. Uh, Guy Gardner is is like one of my top three favorite of the Green Lanterns uh, because he is uh, an asshole. Uh, you know, in direct opposition to you know the goody goody other Green Lanterns. Sure. Uh, but at the same time, you know, asshole or not, he is also still a hero, uh, and, and still deep down a decent person. He's just very rough around the edges and gruff. Yeah. Uh, and, and egotistical. Oh, uh, Lord. And, uh, in, in this issue, uh, Tom King writes him as if he is just the world's creepiest fucking stalker. That sounds right. Uh, to just uh, an abusive level. Uh, because uh, the, the plot seem of the story seems to be revolving around Ice, who yeah. at one point in the comics was romantically linked to Guy Gardner for some reason. Right. Uh, but but uh, in, in this issue, Guy Gardner is 100% just an abusive stalking asshole irredeemable yeah i mean and you know that that kind of sounds like like a tom king uh <laughs> character like did, didn't really read the character knows sort of broad strokes about him yeah gonna go ahead and write him yep yep uh and and so after reading that today and then watching this i am just real fucking sick of men <laughs> <laughs> You said it, sister. <laughs> Who needs them? Not me, that's for sure. <laughs> Not me either. <laughs> no, I, I, I am, I am also uh, always sick of men. So yeah, we're not great. No, uh, you know. And then uh, earlier, my girlfriend was talking. We were, we were taking a trip at the end of the uh, next month. Ooh, uh, and and. Uh, she, she's, uh, we're going to, uh, Athens, uh, Ohio. Nice. Uh, not Greece. No, no. Or Georgia. Not. Nope. Nope. Uh, she, she went to school there, so she just wants to show me around. Uh, but then, you know, she was, she's like plotting our trip, uh, based on like restaurants she wants to hit. Perfect. Uh, which is fine by me. Yeah. Uh, and so she like, sends me, oh, my favorite coffee shop is next to the comic store. And I was like, you know, I wasn't going to mention hitting a comic store while we were down there, <laughs> but since you brought it up, you know. <laughs> and then she's like, well, hopefully this guy isn't there. I'm like, who's this guy and why should we be worried? And she's like, oh, this guy was a townie and dated my ex-roommate uh, and then stalked her after a while. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and then was just like always showing up at our house and I was just like, ah, Jesus Christ. That's so horrible. He, and I was like, does he work at this comic store? And he's like, no, but he was always there. And I was like, I mean, that was 20 years ago. Do you think he's really going to be there? <laughs> And it's like, well, maybe. If he's a townie, you never know. Exactly. But just, <laughs> you know, the fact that already, you know, 
plans for like the only vacation I've had in four years or whatever <laughs> is being disrupted by a fucking douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, well, I, I hope for both of your sakes that he's not at the comic shop when you get there. <laughs> I hope so as well. Uh, but anyway, just uh, Mikey and Nikki attribute to toxic masculinity in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was very it was very 70s. It, it felt like. Yeah, like what I think of when I think of a movie from the 70s is is basically this movie. And I didn't because I'd never seen it before, but right. but it existed in my head already <laughs> as this is a 70s movie about dudes being awful. Yeah, uh, written and directed by a woman. So yeah. I, I don't know, you know, what that says about the, the larger scope of it. But uh, she she I mean. Just looking at the movies that she did make, they were pretty much all about just kind of awful dudes anyway. <laughs> all right. Because uh, A New Leaf is about a guy who is planning to kill his wife. Uh, Heartbreak Kid is about a guy who gets married and then immediately dumps his wife for another woman. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I would say Ishtar is probably the only male positive movie she made. <laughs> 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 you you mentioned Human Target. Uh, that reminded me that the plot of Human Target is basically exactly the same as the plot of DOA, yeah. which we did earlier on this show. Yeah, we did. Which also had some weird toxic masculinity aspects to it too, right? Uh, at least uh, you know, at least everything that we've uh, read and watched since then has not had slide whistles whenever a man looks at a woman. <laughs> I was gonna say there could have been some in Glengarry Glen Ross, but there were no women in Glengarry Glen Ross, <laughs> so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You can put the actual song in and post there, right? Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> I'll forget as soon as we stop. I, I, I will too. Yeah, uh, I mean, it would be funny if I did. But... <laughs> Listener, as you're listening to this, you know I didn't. Yeah, Im imagine it and imagine how funny it would be. <laughs> and and let us know in the comments. Like and subscribe. <laughs> where i don't know where you go to like podcasts do you do it in itunes uh, yeah i think you can yeah okay uh, you know uh, or just you know on our twitter or uh, instagram uh, posts i guess uh, all right i don't know <laughs> we, we we've been doing this literally for years yep <laughs> We are at least a decade old podcast. <laughs> what is podcasting? <laughs> when 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 does this air? I'll set my DVR. <laughs> oh, uh, Mikey and Nikki. <laughs> yeah. So ultimately, I liked this movie. Uh, I, I just, you know, I, I thought the performances were great. Uh, you know, as, as irritable as, as Nikki was, 
you know, I mean, John Cassavetes does an amazing job being that much of an asshole. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I've, I've seen other stuff with Peter Falk, but he is primarily just Columbo to me. <laughs> uh, which, to me, he's Columbo or the grandpa from a Princess, <laughs> The Princess Bride. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so it was nice to see him, uh, you know, be something different, uh, even though early on he switches clothes with Nikki and becomes Columbo. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Elaine May was like, no one's going to recognize you if you keep wearing these dark clothes. You need to put on this light, light trench coat. (laughs) So people know, oh, right. That's Columbo. Uh, yeah, you know, as as we've talked about it, and and as I've had a little bit more time to think about it, I do like, I I think it's, I mean, the performances, like you said, are all great. Um, Cassavetes and and uh, Peter Falk are great. Ned Beatty is great. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, others. M uh, M at Walsh, young M M at Walsh as the bus driver is great. Let's let's put quotes around young. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, young for M M at Walsh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did yeah, you, I, uh, I think uh, uh, the the two mob bosses. Did you recognize one of them? Uh, I recognized one of them. I think. Like, I, I think I'd only ever seen him as a very old man. Yeah. Uh, I believe he is, like, one of the, like, great uncles or whatever in uh, Christmas Vacation. Yes. Uh, he, he's the one that gets, like, the squirrel in his toupee or yeah. something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he, he's been in a ton of things. And uh, so I looked him up on IMDb. He only died. Uh, he died in 1997, but he was only 69. Oh wow! Uh, nice. But, yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, but, you know, uh, R.I.P. Nice. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that dude looked like he was like in his nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is surprising that he was that young. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, but sorry. yeah, I, I yeah. no, it's okay. I just I feel like I feel like it sort of meandered. Um, which, which is, I'm, you know, what it was going for. I think it just didn't, it didn't capture me. Like it, it, my, my mind wandered a lot while I was watching this movie. Mm-hmm. My, my phone was definitely in my hand for some of it. Um, I mean, it, it, it was, it was entertaining when, when stuff was happening, but like there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of times where it's just like sort of. They're they're walking down the street and arguing, or 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 Mikey's chasing Nikki again, or you know they're they're wandering through the graveyard for a long time, right? And and it just yeah, I don't know. It was it was it was a little it was a little slow for me, but but also I know that's what they were going for, like just the the story of the night for those two. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it's it's not the fault of the movie. If anything, it's it's my fault for <laughs> for not being into it. I guess. Damn right, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a Criterion <clears throat> movie, so it's yeah. clearly really good. 
<laughs> and I'm just too stupid. I think that's uh, what it boils down to. You know, there there are definitely movies that we have watched where we can point to our stupidity as for the reasons why it doesn't connect with us. Right. Uh, but this movie is so simple and so basic. <laughs> I, I don't think uh, intelligence plays a factor. Uh, it just, you know, it didn't grab you, and there is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's too simple for me. <laughs> there we go. It needs, it needs just a little bit more going on. You're too smart for this movie. <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> That is very definitely not what I said. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> You're reading between the lines there. <laughs> Look, I just don't think women should make movies. That's what I'm saying. No, listener, that was a joke. I do not feel that way. Please do not cut that and present it out of context on Twitter or uh, TikTok. This will be the clip that I play for the promo. <laughs> Please, perfect. Just that, just that two seconds. Yep. Be the shortest one we've done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gonna get canceled in 2022. That's my goal. Excellent. <laughs> oh, you're already making New Year's resolutions. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> What's bringing you joy this week, Eric? Oh, boy. I Let's see here. Um, thinking real hard. <laughs> <clears throat> so, so it, uh, as our recording of this, uh, it was just Christmas. Um uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, I had some food and that was pretty much it. Uh, that's good. <clears throat> I mean, food is good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, uh, I got, uh, a book that I ordered, uh, from Amazon, uh, on Christmas Eve, actually. Uh, I was not expecting to get it, uh, that soon. Uh, but, uh, it was, uh, the... Stuart and Catherine Imanen's new book called Grass of Parnassus. Oh, nice. Uh, which uh, was, uh, they originally started it as a uh, Instagram comic. <clears throat> and uh, just recently uh, published it in hardback uh, form. And uh, I mean, I followed it when it was on Instagram, but uh, I was always very confused by it. And, uh, you know, uh, Instagram is not where I go to read the things. <laughs> Instagram does not present things in the order in which they are posted. So even uh, even if you did want to read Grass of Parnassus on Instagram, who knows if you're reading it in the proper order. Right? I mean, sometimes, like, they would, I think they would update it every Monday, and sometimes I wouldn't see it till like, Wednesday. Right. Uh, and then I was like, well, I don't have time to go through 10 panels right now. And then, you know, just, uh, I click the like button and move on. And then I never see it again. <clears throat> uh, so it was nice to be able to, to, to read it all as one, uh, continuous story, uh, which, uh, it is not really a story. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's. 
just a, a series of slightly interconnected uh, skits is the best way I can describe it. Okay, interesting. Uh, but but it's uh, it's very interesting. It's incredibly pretty, uh, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, and, and there was a very extensive uh, back matter section uh, full of like sketches and notes and, and designs and, and uh, stuff like that. And uh, Stuart Imanen has always been a like top three comic creator for me, so it's always nice to see how he approaches things. Uh, even if sometimes it, it seems to be very clinical, uh, even for something as silly as this. And uh, it was just, it was it was a delightful read, and, and I highly enjoyed it. So so that, that is what brings me joy this past week. Nice. Actually, I forgot that the collection of that was out, so I need to, to my, my uh, to-read pile is already very large, but I will add that to my, my wish list. Nice. Uh, oh, I also want to add in, I, I just remembered this. Uh, uh, so so we've talked about uh, the Nightwing comic uh, in the past. And yes. how it is uh, much better than it has any right to be. Right. Uh, and the newest issue, there, there was a... Uh, so the first story arc happened, and then there was like a crossover, which kind of sucked because it was a crossover. Uh, but then uh, the newest issue is like back into the the regular swing of things, and it was um, an achievement, <laughs> right? Uh, it, it is, and I've read other comics that do this, but but I think this may have been the best one. Uh, uh, it is a continuous comic where every. Like, like I, I don't even know how to properly describe it. You are a comics journalist. Please help me. <laughs> the, the entire issue is one continuous panel. You're, yes. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, it's 22 pages, one panel. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I actually have not uh, had a chance to read that one yet. Um, I, I, you know, I got a, got a review PDF of it, but I decided I wanted to wait and read that as a physical non-watermarked thing. So, right. Uh, that is that is in my to read pile as well, but I'm very excited to read that. Uh, I I highly enjoyed it. Um, uh, I I'm you know I'm an open book, fellas. Uh, I read a lot of things online that uh, I probably should not. Uh, you know I, I am uh, accessing things via via means and websites. Uh, that that uh, you don't do a lot of good for uh, the industries that I like to support. You're talking uh, about like QAnon stuff, right? Yes, exactly. Like uh, Bright so Bird the, and yeah, AON. Yeah. Or, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, on the Breitbart website, there is a, a special place where you can download illegal comics, and I do that. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> And so that is how I've been reading Nightwing. <laughs> uh, but uh, I went out and I bought uh, the hardcover of the first story arc of uh, Tom Taylor's run. And uh, I also bought the uh, physical copy of the, the one panel issue. Uh, just just because uh, I like it that much. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, all that is my, my joy. <laughs> That's that's a lot of good joy. Yeah. Comics. 
they're good yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I, I wrote uh, I wrote an article for the beat this week. Uh, it is it is before New Year's, and it was my week for the DC column. So I sort of just wrote a, a roundup of you know how the year has been for DC Comics. Uh, you know, I I, I am uh, an an unabashed uh, DC fan, and and I think that they the the past year of books from them has been stronger than it's been in in decades, probably uh, a long, long time. So uh, I, I was I was very excited to to write that, and then yeah, just comics in general yeah. uh, make me happy. <laughs> Good. So um, that was your joy. I think so. Yeah, you know, I can't. I can't think of of. Uh, we started watching Squid Game, uh, oh, okay. which I which I'm enjoying. Um, we we picked up Little House again, which I really like. Uh, <laughs> Jenny Jenny was getting annoyed with Allie. Uh, so we started watching Little House <laughs> instead for for a little bit of an Ally McBeal break. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you know it's it's been. Uh, oh, I guess I guess uh, probably the 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 biggest uh, uh, good news is that uh, uh, last week Jenny had a scan, mm-hmm. uh, the the first scan since starting uh, her uh, current treatment, her current chemo regimen. Uh, and, uh, the results, uh, were, uh, I guess as good as we could hope for. Um, like no, there, there's been no new growth and, uh, uh, what's there has shrunk, uh, significantly. So that's, that's um, great. Yeah. So that's probably, you know, comics and also, uh, <laughs> my wife's, my wife's cancer is getting, getting slightly better. Uh, <laughs> I mean, equivalent. Exactly. <laughs> both, both two things that are very important to me. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, we don't have to, you know, weigh one against the other. But you know, yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of comics first, and then I thought of the, the other thing. So, you know, yeah, take we, that, we take it. that for what it's worth. <laughs> Oh, I do. I do have a quick question for you. Did you get a chance to see the new Spider-Man movie? Oh shit! I did see the new Spider-Man movie. Did you? I did. What did How, you think of it? I thought it was pretty great. I did as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I I loved it. I I cried multiple times. As did I. Like a normal person. Sure. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was, uh, pure fan service. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and as a fan, I felt, uh, well serviced by it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, I really like, I really like where it left things at the end. I did too. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it has me really excited for whatever they're going to do next. Yeah, I, I am as well. Um, yeah, I, I think the ending of that sort of resolves a lot of complaints about you know what the marvel mcu spider-man has has brought definitely uh and and even though i agree with some of those complaints like i'm also i've been fine with all the movies like they've all been enjoyable yeah yeah uh 
<clears throat> but yeah, I really did enjoy this. I did at one point think to myself, like, am I only enjoying this because, you know, I do love Spider-Man and I have seen all the other movies? Yeah. Like, like, is that the only reason that I'm connecting with this in any way? Like, does this... Like, if I didn't know this, like, would this stand on, on its own and be enjoyable to me? Uh, and, and unfortunately, like, I, there's no way I can ever possibly answer that. Right, yeah. <clears throat> but I will say that, you know, uh, I saw it with uh, my girlfriend, and uh, she does not have, you know, that connection to Spider-Man as a whole. Uh, she had only ever seen the first Sam Raimi movie and then the two previous Tom Holland movies. Okay. Uh, and uh, she also, uh, you know, likes to tell me repeatedly that she is dead inside and does not show emotion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and yet she, she did cry in the movie. Wow. Uh, so, you know, maybe it does work. And yeah. maybe so that I'm sort of adding that into my my overall view of the movie too. So, uh, but but either way, it was a fantastic experience for the most part. Uh, you know, I mean, I certainly uh, do not enjoy going back to movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> movies are back for better or worse. Yep. <laughs> uh, but but uh, I've definitely been in worse crowds, so I guess there's that. <laughs> Good, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I would I would not have gone as early into the run as I did uh, if I had not found a theater that was requiring vaccination uh, to get into the door. That's uh, good. So yeah, that was that that made it a little easier, um, yeah. or at least took took a little bit of a load off for my mind anyway. And I know I know Jenny felt better about it too. That's good. Um, uh, so. Unfortunately, that that was not a requirement uh, at my theater, uh, and and uh, my lady friend and I were the only people wearing masks. In the uh, fuck. Yep. Can't uh, can't wait to move back to Ohio, Eric. It's, can't it's, fucking wait. It's so good out here, Joe. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to to watch that again and see uh, see all the things that I missed the first time around. I know Jenny wants to go see it at some point, so yeah. Uh, once the crowds die down a little bit, we'll probably go do that. Yeah. Uh, one more recommend recommendation I'd have for you is uh, I mean I don't know if your theaters out there have this, but uh, whatever you do, don't go on discount night. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> yeah that seems like uh i from what i remember from going in the before times yeah. uh discount night is just when all the rabble comes out yep yep and uh, uh you know no judgment no judgment on rabble you know everybody sure. deserves to go to the movies well, uh, sure, i of just course. Uh, yeah. i just don't want to go to the movies while they're there i think because uh because i have different uh movie viewing expectations Yes. Then, yes. Uh, then the rabble do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, that was the, the only time we could go. And, and uh, she insisted on going because uh, her her dad was already spoiling the movie for her the previous oh, that weekend. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. 
So she was like, we have to go. And uh, just happened to be on discount nights. And uh, it was what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> but at least the movie was good. And good. Pretty much made up for the rest of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Should I pick a movie for next time? I guess you should, yeah. All right. Uh, I talked a little bit about older movies before, Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know if this movie is considered noir, Uh, but it is an older movie. Is it Nazi's Uh, Falcon? It is not the Maltese Falcon. Because <laughs> I haven't seen that, so just say. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I haven't looked and seen if that is yeah, streaming yeah. anywhere. So, um, But but this this movie is actually another Humphrey Bogart movie. Oh, okay. Um, that, uh, that I I have seen. I saw it when I was in college. Uh, so this will be as if I have, am seeing it for the very first time, because I don't remember things from that far back. Unless they are terrible things that happened to me or that I did, in which case I think of them all the time. Well, certainly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You wouldn't be normal if you did. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't need all that great therapy. (laughs) Um, So yeah, this is a movie from, from 1950. Uh, and, uh, it, uh, stars Humphrey Bogart and, uh, Gloria Graham, who was in It's a Wonderful Life, uh, which I watched a couple days ago and is what inspired <laughs> me to want to watch this again. Okay. Uh, it is, uh, the, uh, Nicholas Ray movie, In a Lonely Place. Never heard of it. And uh, it is on Amazon Prime. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll make a confession uh, here. I have never seen a Humphrey Bogart movie. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, at least not that I am aware of. That is uh, a shocker. <laughs> oh my god. That just added so many movies to my list for the podcast. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully I like this one and then I'll say bring it on. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to be real unhappy with all my future picks. <laughs> Also, I'll say, uh, I guess we can watch the Bring It On movies, too. Uh, <laughs> have you seen Have you seen any of those? The first Bring not. It On movie, the first Bring It On movie uh, from the writer-director of Ant-Man uh, is spectacular. Uh, I'll believe you. <laughs> tell, tell your lady friend, or I will tell your lady friend that you have not seen Bring It On, and oh, hopefully man. she will make you watch it. She'll put it on the list. Fuck. It's, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. All right. I'll tell her. <laughs> uh, okay. So what's it called again? Uh, it's called In a Lonely Place. In a Lonely Place on Amazon. All righty. I will uh, look forward to watching that next week. Excellent. All righty. Well, we'll see you then. All right. Talk to you then. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Viewmasters.